0: Welcome to your Mandatory Wellness Session. I'm your host, Anoop. I'm your other host, Samir. And guys, remember, we are taking attendance today.
1: Yeah, so please, please make sure to sign in.
0: Yeah, pass the sign-in sheet around if, uh, you know, we need to, because
1: we need to know how much food we need to get at the next meeting. Right, and and also we need to tell your program director if you work here. Yeah,
0: they're gonna check.
1: (laughs) They will for sure check. I'm already getting multiple (laughs) texts. Yeah,
0: yeah. And we have to do these meetings over uh, your favorite podcast app of choice because uh, the world's been shut
1: down. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. That makes sense. No, no honestly, the, the story checks out. Normally, I'd, like that story makes no sense at all. But honestly, now, <laughs> now, now it mean, makes
0: sense. That's why we I mean, had to do this. Either a podcast or a Zoom.
1: I mean, I don't know. Both seem equally ridiculous. Yeah,
0: and both are stored in China. So there you go.
1: <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Sameer, <laughs> how's it going? Uh you know, it's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, as we were just saying, a bit of a weird time right now. Um, I, I, was, I was working this week, but then next week I'm like, not going into the hospital. I mean, I still have work to do from home. I have to like, call patients and take care of some clinic-related things, um, but, but it is definitely strange in the middle of residency just to have a non-vacation week just off. That's yeah. not a thing that happens literally ever.
0: <laughs> hey, you know how you're a workhorse normally? We don't have any work for you.
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, the, well, the thing is, it's not even that having a non-vacation week off is crazy. It's having a non-vacation day off is like unheard of.
0: Yeah, I, <laughs> mean, is, like, I've I gotten to... out of work like two hours early this week, and I was like, "What? <laughs> this is two, crazy.
1: two whole yeah. hours? Maybe I'll do my laundry. I didn't, but maybe." <laughs> You know, I will say, and I, I don't want to jump the gun here um, with, with any discussion of wellness, but I will say my program this year, uh, inspired by um, the general surgery program at, at my um, at my hospital, um, every, every three-month block, we have uh, two uh, half days. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So that's pretty nice. Um, once again, I think to anyone who's normal, that sounds like... A, Okay, but it's pretty nice, honestly. It's pretty nice. Yeah. My
0: program, also inspired by our general surgery program, has started a sort of Hunger Games where the weakest <laughs> resident is eliminated. And Perfect. Honestly, the outdoor activity has been pretty great for wellness. To be right. honest, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. For sure.
1: I mean, if you if you make it to the corticopia first, I mean. Things are yeah. just up and up from there.
0: Yeah. Well, they have a lot of graham crackers in there, so that's like <laughs> you know that's lunch right there.
1: Yeah, and occasionally even saltines. So you know, oof, oof, yeah. if you're lucky, <laughs> you need that sodium <laughs> to not pass out. Uh yes, hmm. hypotension. Okay. Yes. Well, um, so, so how are you?
0: I'm. I, you know, I, I live, I live. Uh, the, okay. So <laughs> I, <laughs> that's about it. Uh, I continue to exist.
1: It I, is a low bar, but you have passed it with flying colors. Yeah. Of you. Exactly.
0: <laughs> no, I, the radiology hasn't changed that much. The volume's slightly lower. Mm-hmm. Uh, the expectation to study is slightly higher. Sure. Uh, which is always great. It's like I don't have anything else on my mind. I'll study now. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Right. It's, like, it's not as if there's a global
1: pandemic. I should, no. I should study.
0: I should study. No, not. Not as though my phone's blowing up every hour with different people in my family whom I've barely spoken to, <laughs> <laughs> asking me what I think about COVID.
1: Like, and you're like, I think uh, one thing, and that is ground glass opacities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's I, all I know about
0: it. My thoughts are in general
1: non-specific, as you
0: might imagine. <laughs>
1: Turns out it applies to I don't know most pathologies. Yeah, that's the shocker. So, anyway, I guess Samir, let's let's get into it. Uh, yeah, wh-
0: why? What are we doing?
1: Right, right. What what are we doing? So we're first. Uh, you know, I'll start off basic. You know, because uh, you you got to build from a strong foundation. We are recording a podcast. That is true. That is well, true. Let
0: me check real quick. Still recording? Okay, we
1: are recording a podcast. (laughs) We are recording a podcast, yeah. So I think think that's the first thing we're doing. And then the second thing, I think as as, uh, illustrated perhaps by our name, Mandatory Wellness Session, this podcast is going to be, I mean a lot of it's probably going to be us shooting the shit, but uh, I think fundamentally there's going to be a discussion about resident wellness, but I think in hopefully a way that rings more true than a lot of the discussions of resident wellness that are had. Um, which are often a bit hand-wavy and seem to put the onus a lot on the residents, <laughs> yes. i.e. the ones who are suffering under the boot of the oppressive system. Yes. Um, and that just doesn't seem like a great move. And so I think hearing from two residents, um, we're both PGY2 residents, you're in radiology, I'm in urology. Hopefully we'll have some insights that may be valuable and add to you know a broader conversation that's currently happening. Yes, yes.
0: I, I think it, it, it's great to take the onus off of us, because I already think that most of the problems in my life are my fault. I don't and need honestly, somebody else. they are. I yeah, to be I, and, <laughs> admittedly, like I said, I haven't done laundry in a week, so <laughs> when I can't find clean underwear, that's on me. That's <laughs> I'll on me, admit. Sure. Yeah. But sometimes it's not. Right. Sometimes the problems are more endemic to the lifestyle that we choose to live. Right. Uh, You know uh,
1: what one could argue, uh, perhaps a difficult argument to make, that really it's the fault of residency as a labor system that you don't have clean underwear. That's true. That's true. So you know. Yeah, yeah. It's really a labor issue. (laughs) It it is really. It
0: truly, truly is. So you know. Yeah. So the goal is to ultimately discuss these things from the inside out, as opposed to. Somebody who hasn't done this in many, many years or somebody who hasn't been I exposed to this at never all. never done it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, my, my favorite talks are always from people, non-medical people, talking to me about burnout. And they're like, yeah, burnout's common in my field. Like, is it? Is it, though? Because <laughs> that's kind of crazy to me.
1: <laughs> and and fundamentally, yes, every field is going to have burnout. People talk about how the majority of people are um, dissatisfied with their jobs. And so I, I, I don't doubt it. But I, I do think... Uh, the level to which we experience it, and the level to which the the A causing B seems so obvious. There are other jobs where I'm like, no, I, I get it. This is very repetitive, boring work. I, I understand why this causes burnout. But unfortunately, it's just the nature of the work you're doing. And in our case, that isn't often the case, uh, or, or sorry, I should say it shouldn't be, but everything we're doing from the hours we're working to the systems that we're a part of, all the clerical administrative work we have to do, Things that aren't really intrinsic to the field are what caused the issue. You know, I, I think most people in medicine, if you, if you actually stripped away everything else, they'd be like, oh, I actually really enjoy this part of my job. And I yeah. think in most days, everybody has some part of their day they really enjoyed. And most times it's the actual thing they were trying to do the whole time, which says that, yeah, fundamentally at its core, there isn't something intrinsically wrong, but it's everything else on top of it, right? So it, it feels like it should be fixable, yeah. but it hasn't been. <laughs> Well, it hasn't for, been fixed. You yeah, have a bunch of it.
0: pretty smart people, technically, who should be working on the problem, whose solutions often don't seem all that smart at all. It's right. almost as though they're looking for the fastest possible
1: solution. Yeah. So, the fastest possible solution with like the least investment, basically. So. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's like, how do I fix this problem caused by the situation that we are living in without changing the situation that we're living in?
1: Yeah. Let's, let's give it a go. Let's see what happens. Yeah. So yeah, I think that is, I guess that is broadly our thesis statement um, for the podcast. I mean, I think what that's going to mean will vary a lot by episode. I think we're going to try to be, you know, at least have some type of topic to discuss each time, but I think fundamentally we're going to just let it kind of take us where it will. And I think a lot of that will also be just about what it is to be a resident in the resident experience. And I think I suspect the majority of our listeners will be other residents or possibly medical students. And for them, I think they'll they'll relate to this and they'll empathize with it. Um, but I think uh, hopefully we'll have other listeners who are not residents and we'll maybe get some insight into what exactly it is, what exactly you gain from residency and what exactly it takes away from you, sometimes permanently. And so I think those, well, it kind of sounds dark to say, I think those are valuable conversations to have. And yeah, I think- That was, just that was
0: get- grim as fuck. <laughs>
1: But I think it's I think it's valuable. And so I think I think getting insight from people who are right there on the front line of it is useful. And I think hopefully should maybe give this some some function um beyond just us hanging out, which in and of itself is also very fun. An exceedingly
0: valuable function, right. just on its own. Yeah. Yeah. So Samir, to start it off with the requisite shooting the shit part of the podcast. Yeah. What have you done for your wellness as of
1: late? Right. What have I done for my wellness? Um I, uh, the hardest I, question
0: I'll ask you all, Podcast. podcast right.
1: For those of our listeners who don't know We used to have another podcast And uh, on one of those episodes Toward the end we were discussing Interviews to residency And someone I guess had asked you During an interview Are you happy or when was the last time you were happy Or something like that And you were like it was a horrifying moment Because I didn't answer for like a minute <laughs>
0: <laughs> We didn't answer right away I didn't answer right away
1: Which was the wrong answer Right you were like ah Am I? Ah, oh, damn it! Yep. Okay, Get well, fuck. Hmm. Shouldn't have hesitated. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just leave. I'll just. I'm going to call my therapist. Yeah. No, okay. it? yeah, but it's true. It's, that's always a difficult question. Let's see. For my wellness, I've been catching up on some Netflix. I, I, I as we discussed off air, I recently caught up with uh, BoJack Horseman. So, in one sense, well, um, to do catch up on a show I want to watch, and in a different sense, and for those of those of our listeners who listen or watch that show, not well at all yeah because sometimes yeah. it's also deeply horrifying but a really good show and so it was really fun to catch up on it um i had not watched the final season um despite it being out for several months so i was really good to catch up on
0: how about you let's see oh man well i've been drinking more wait no uh, <laughs> that's not the right one uh, let me look at this list <laughs> i've been sleeping a lot oh no wait not that uh let's see i've also <laughs> caught up on some netflix actually i'm just watching the same things i've watched before community just came out to netflix okay Love great that yeah. show yeah uh catch it up on that been writing a little bit as of late that's been nice just oh i baked again for the first time oh that's awesome in, yeah it's really like awesome a year oh, a I've,
1: been, I, I've been cooking more i think thanks to um thanks to covid i mean i really i really enjoy cooking inevitably i make excuses for not doing it but, yeah. you know, if I'm working a little less, I have less of an excuse. And I also try to avoid going outside as much as I mm-hmm. can. So put the two together and therefore I'm cooking more, which is awesome. So that's, you know, there are some silver linings to the global pandemic after all. <laughs> I not think my, that's really that's... not my best take. probably. <laughs> no, but <you> know. no.
0: <laughs> so Samir, would you describe it as worth it? I guess is what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> so that it was all
1: worth it all along so that you could rediscover cooking. Yeah, yeah. The 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 real covid uh, were, was the friends we made along the way yeah yeah. that's true that's That's, true i've I've been saying
0: that all along yeah (laughs) which was confusing before a few months ago but now people are. like, what is
1: covid what the fuck are you saying um actually just a random thing on the subject of just the word covid Mm -hmm. um it has led to me being very entertained every time i see the medical supply company covidian in the hospital Mm. over the last few months i was like this is like if you had heard an adjective form of the word covid it would be the name of your company which yeah. is probably like probably like a multi-billion-dollar company, may I add? <laughs> but anyway,
0: I I assume the people at Corona are also feeling that heat.
1: Yeah, <laughs> sure. particularly. You said you you were baking recently. Uh, yeah. you Baked recently. What did you bake? I made brownies for oh, nice. the first oh my god time forever. The brownies you make are amazing.
0: Yeah, this was a new recipe. Uh, Ooh, interesting new
1: new recipe. Yeah, I mix it up. You know, try something else. They were very good. They were very good. Was very you, you mentioned me before that. When you bake, um, and I, I really like your description of baking, which is basically that you sort of treat it like a science experiment in that you try to modulate one variable at a time as you make something iteratively to kind of figure out what works, what doesn't, what contributes to um, certain characteristics of the your final product. Mm-hmm. When you say you use a new recipe, was this like a totally different brownie recipe, or is it that you have made a new modification to something you've been working on So
0: this is totally new. This is okay. a, a baker mm-hmm. that I trust online. She makes pretty good recipes. Mm-hmm. It's... Um... Stella Park on Siri Seats. I love Siri Seats. They just have like a very systematic oh, way of yeah, designing no, recipes. I like I like their site, yeah. Right. If you've ever it's from like twenty thirteen, they have this article about making cookies where it's literally like the person who made them made hundreds of batches of cookies and like varied each thing and wrote about their observations on what happened when they varied each that's thing. that's amazing it is great it's like it's that's a captivating good. read and they have pictures of like what this is what oh, wait, it looks like when wait, we...
1: wait wait i think i've seen this the thing where it like shows different cookies and it's like this one has like too much sugar and like, yeah it, it has this consistency oh yeah yeah i've seen this it's really cool yeah, yeah.
0: it's a, it's a great read it's one of like that's the recipe i use for cookies so i i, I love using their stuff yeah, I, I, I bake a lot. or I, So I picked up baking kind of in high school, got back into it in college. Baking is way better when you have roommates because you have people to actually eat the thing. I had mm. so many brownies last week. I, God, it was just too many. I still have some frozen in the fridge because I, luckily I had some manner of self-restraint to put those in there. But it's well still done. like a lot of brownies right right <laughs> yeah uh and, and
1: with covid how many, I how many really... brownies did you make like i'm I, like it's a, a n- standard brownie size but like it's a
0: nine by 13 pan uh it was 24 brownies total gotcha yeah and they they were very like fudgy heavy brownies like you would not want to eat more than one of these in a sitting unless you were say me last week <laughs> in which case you did do that <laughs>
1: Did I do that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You you did that. (laughs) A a more somber Steve Urkel.
1: (laughs) Did I do that? (laughs) Did did I do that? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You sure did. You You did. did. You (laughs) You did.
0: Uh, Yeah. It's nice to just get some sort of a creative energy out. I mean, that was why we made the first podcast back in medical school. This being the sequel to that. you know this is our our own version of performative
1: wellness for the two of us right right perfect yeah Yeah. because we're because i at least i'm personally too lazy to post on instagram so
0: sure sure but i'm also a narcissist who thinks other people would want to hear the sound of my voice so i
1: certainly am a narcissist so that's for sure (laughs) without a question you know it's interesting i um i think we've discussed before so on our last podcast our premise was actually honestly in some ways very related to wellness which is that we were trying to do a new thing every, obviously however often we recorded. And that thing could be something that was basically just outside the things we had to do, but was in some way enriching. So like reading a book you'd be meaning to read, watching a show you'd be meaning to watch, going for more walks outside. Um, one time I tried to learn Spanish better, all these different things. And inevitably, most of our podcasts would be us kind of just, once again, shooting the shit, and then we'd have a discussion of our things. And, and, and one of our um, listeners who... Uh, was chatting with us about the podcast. It was basically like, you know, fundamentally, yeah, what it does serve as is basically like a scheduled mandate where you guys have wellness together. Um, and I think that, once again, I don't, think we, I don't think we went into it with that thesis statement, but I think it certainly influenced the way I view this podcast as well. Mm-hmm. I think is a, a big function of it is just, you know, that aspect. But I think, I, I think being more intentional about our focus, hopefully, will provide a little more direction. Let's yes, see.
0: yes. As opposed to a mandate this time around, this is mandatory right. for you, the listener.
1: Very similar, uh, but different.
0: But different. Less but fun different. for you. Less fun. Still fun for us. I'm having a
1: good time. Without a question. Without a
0: question. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I think with that, though, we should probably get into sort of the educational yeah, portion of totally. our podcast. Enough of this faffing about. It's time for business. <laughs> of
1: course. Yes. Now, a, this, is a,
0: this is an anti faffing zone. And <laughs> there will be no faffing. A strict moratorium on faffing for the next. 20 minutes sounds inappropriate. (laughs) Nice choice. It's not. not. So today is kind of an intro podcast. Obviously, we've talked about the concept behind the podcast so far. And then we wanted to kind of set the stage. We talked a little bit anecdotally about our own personal experiences with wellness. uh, But, like, let's talk about the discussion behind wellness, right? So the framework for this Luckily, it's a topic that a lot of people have been writing about. So we're actually using uh, a article that was posted by the AAMC back in 2019 called It's Time to Get Serious About Resident Wellness. And I I liked this article just because it kind of summarized some of the discussions behind resident wellness. Sure. Right, So what's what's even the issue, right? Burnout is kind of a thing we're dealing with as a society. The fact that some jobs are just tough enough that they're burning people out. And residency and medicine in general is home to a lot of burnout, right? Uh, so the author of the study, uh, Srijan Sen, uh, summarizes some of the studies that went behind this. One of them is this great intern health survey. Great in the sense that it was very revealing of the fact that depression jumps fivefold in the first few months of residency, the results are great.
1: It's not like a, I'm curious. So uh, when I started residency, I got an email that was basically like, would you like to be part of the study? And I, I, I chose not to initially I, I wanted to, but then they wanted like, cause I mean, they, they were doing correlations with like DNA and various variations. And it felt a little weird sending them like saliva samples and stuff. And once again, I, not, not that there's anything like sketchy about it. Obviously it's like, it was out of the university of Michigan. It was like a very legitimate study. But it just felt a little weird so i ended up not doing it but i had a number of friends who did it um and so it is kind of interesting to read the results knowing that like it's several friends who are in the cohorts that are being studied yeah
0: i um sell my saliva on the dark web (laughs) right to pay off my med
1: school loans so sure Sure,
0: that makes sense yeah so i couldn't i yeah i couldn't sign up i didn't have Um, any saliva left you guys
1: can find him on tour his name is saliva boy spelled with an i (laughs) yeah there's there's yeah there's some surprising eyes in there actually (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> but, in addition to that five fold increase in reports of depression uh the rates of anxiety burnout, and suicidal thoughts also dramatically increased furthermore at any t- point in time during their residency, one out of four residents would screen positive for depression uh yeah no. so that's that's not a great place to be starting no no it's, it's not it's,
1: it's 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 not yeah. It's one of those articles that I think reading as a resident is both illuminating and weirdly not surprising, and I think that second emotion of not being surprised is possibly the most disturbing part. So I think in a vacuum, you, you look at those results, you hear those results, and you're like, "Wow, that's crazy! That's like what? How could that be?" But once again, my reaction when I hear the rates right of depression are go up fivefold in the first few months of residency, I'm like, "Yeah, that seems about right," <laughs> yeah, which is so like, "Ah, oh." oh. Only five. Only five. Only oh, wow! Yeah. People must be doing something right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, but it's it's crazy because you know I I think like my own personal experience, and I think I you know it's something I mentioned before. I think I'm lucky in that my whatever my brain chemistry happens to be by the virtue of random chance. I think I am not that predisposed to depression. Literally, just purely luck, right? And so, even given that, I definitely felt in the first several months of residency, and at different points throughout the last two years or so there've definitely been several months where i have felt just it was only more it was only obvious really in hindsight which i guess is probably the best sign of that but i just didn't really feel like doing a ton low energy i honestly just didn't want to go to work at all like i would wake up every morning and be like what if i just didn't and then of course i would go because you can't just not go to work but i would feel like a lot it like for like weeks straight and then you look back a few months later you're like what the fuck that's crazy i mean once again not that now i wake up at 5 and i'm like oh boy work you know no one does that but there's there isn't that same type of dread that is just so deep seated that it's like feels like it's an anchor pulling you down um and so i think that in hindsight is crazy to think about and so these results don't necessarily surprise me and i'm curious what what your experience has been kind of on the same lines well all right
0: so intern year is a particular beast Mm-hmm. That has very negative effects on people. I remember, I think one of the most memorable feelings was going three weekends in a row, constantly thinking, man, I just need a weekend. Man, I just need a weekend. Like you hit Monday, it's Monday at like 9 a.m., <laughs> and you're like, I can't wait for the weekend. So, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> and then the other thing, the other yeah. thing that intern here hits you with this awful feeling, which is that. You get one day off a week when you're on pretty much any type of ward-based medicine. Yeah. Similarly with surgery, right? Where your day off may be relaxing, right? But you pretty much just need that to recover. You also need it to like do things to keep your life in order, and you're punished for it the day you come back because now you're behind. Now there's like four patients you don't know. Yeah. So that morning sucks, and you still, you'll probably get admits in the afternoon because your team was admitting patients the day you were off. So now you get the admits because technically you're behind on the admits. It's like, cool. So that was not,
1: I haven't had that experience specifically because I, I wasn't on medicine, but that sounds very fun.
0: Yeah. It's like the day back is particularly brutal because yeah. everything's like slightly off. And, you know, sometimes everything progressed according to plan. You could already predict exactly what was going to happen today. Sometimes somebody's in the ICU now (laughs) or like somebody's coming back from the ICU
1: and you're like, wait, they went to the ICU? Yeah, it was crazy. Learn all about it and tell me about it later. (laughs) Along those lines, I'm, I'm, I'm curious if this is something you found yourself doing, which is basically just the inability to shut yourself off or like turn off work, which is that you come home. Or on your day off, you chart check people and you go on the EMR, and that I like found myself doing that. I'm like, "What the fuck is wrong with you? What are you doing?" But I, but I, I still do it. I think a little less than I used to because I'm like I'm making an active choice to not do that to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, I, I definitely do it, and I definitely did it more. Um, right, where I chart check people like throughout the entire day.
0: Yeah. That was like a thing that I rallied pretty hard against. I yeah. tried to think about the hospital as little as possible when I'm not in the hospital,
1: yeah,
0: and I have had I had seniors last year who took it upon themselves to inform me about things that were happening with my patients throughout the day. Mm. and there is no polite way to tell them to, <laughs> to fuck off to fuck right <laughs> off like. <laughs> Just, I don't care. Look, if if it's relevant to clinical care, if you need to know something that you suspect that I know, call me. Of course, I'm available. Always, right. It's just like, if they died, they're still going to be dead tomorrow morning. (laughs) (laughs) I could just find out then. I don't need to ruin my one day off thinking about the lady that I couldn't help
1: no that's, it's all it, 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 it's so interesting like your example of somebody dying my immediate reaction is like no i don't want to know right away but you when I mean, you're right like who does that help literally who no does one. that help
0: yeah it, it doesn't is help that, anybody it's not going to help me at the grocery store it's not going to no. help you while doing my laundry no no i mean it really won't um,
1: yeah just, i think it's just a weird sense of like you feel like you're not part of what's happening and that that is okay
0: <laughs> that's okay it's okay that, that, to not be part of what's happening right But when you spend 12 hours a day there, it's hard to imagine yourself as not a person in the hospital.
1: Yeah. And I mean, I will say this is something that I always do. And I I stand by it, which is to your point, which is like, we are always available if there is something that someone needs to talk to us about regarding a patient or anything like that. And fundamentally, that's because these are people and it's their lives and their health. And so... There's no such thing as, oh, I'm just off. I'm on vacation. Like, you can't get a hold of me. And even though I'm the only one who has the specific knowledge about something, that would be insane. But it it does lend itself to there. You you can't really be ever truly off. And I always say that when I'm on vacation or I'm signing out for a weekend, I'm like, oh, yeah, also feel free to call me. Like, clearly, it's like 2 a.m. I'm like, please don't call me. But, like, text me literally anytime and call me anytime before, like, midnight. and I will talk to you and answer the phone and figure out what's going on. Right. I mean, that's just and that's I mean, that's every time I'm off. Um, there's like no scenario in which I'm like, no, don't do that.
0: Yeah. The tricky thing, it's a balance. And and I think this is a concept that will come up a lot on this podcast is the way in which those behaviors will most impact your wellness is when other people can't accept a boundary. So if you sure. say, call me if they need something and somebody else defines, gets to define what they think sure. needing you. Yeah, is, no, it's, You're
1: right. You're right. Yeah. Right.
0: That's the dangerous thing, and as a resident, it's particularly dangerous because you are also beholden to the fact that they are asking the question. You're not an attending; you can't say like, "Why the
1: fuck did you call me about this?" This was right. <laughs> yeah, <it's all laughs> yeah. Time, right. Yeah. And, oh yeah, and of course, your attendings can call you literally anytime. Anytime. I mean, it doesn't yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah. does mean.
0: Yeah. I, I think my attendings must think I have my phone on me way less than I actually do, <laughs> because. <laughs> <laughs> there are times where I'm like, well, it's reasonable that I wouldn't pick this up, so I'm not gonna pick it up. <laughs> like,
1: I mean, and once again, I mean, fundamentally,
0: I mean, the thing is, not in medicine. I never did that because there's a patient, and if you're t- if you're texting me about the patient, I'll do it. Right in radiology, I'm like. What I, I I don't have packs in front of me, so right. I don't know what you expect me to do. Right,
1: right. Like what could I what can I possibly contribute? <laughs> what benefit can I? And then,
0: even then, if I'm on IR, I'm picking right. up the different, phone. Different, right? Yeah, yeah. Of I'm, different. Like I, you know, yeah. I, on IR, I'm like, well, describe to me the image. You know? <laughs> You make the best of what you got. <laughs> um,
1: oh, he has vessels, you say. Tell me vessels. more. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. So he it's has tricky. blood vessels. That's good. That's a good mm-hmm. It's a good sign. It's a good start for sure. <laughs> I'll need those. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I think that is a really important thing, right? The idea of setting boundaries. Um, people talk about where you do work. I am somebody that I try to get my work done at the hospital before I go home. I don't always succeed because sometimes, and actually my biggest reason for doing that is honestly a self-control thing, which is that I get home and I immediately just want to like lie on my couch or in bed or just do anything but think really. Mm. But also I'm supposed to study, obviously, you know? And so because of that, I inevitably try to finish the notes or, you know, what have you prior to going home or reading about the next day's cases. Obviously not always successful. If it's a late day, I'm not going to stick around until like 11 p.m. instead of leaving at 9 p.m. But um, certainly within reason, I'll do it, you know. If I could leave at 6, I might leave at like 7.30 if I could just finish off all the other work I have to do. And then when I go home, I'm home. Yeah. But I, I mean, so th- th- I try to, but once again, I, I don't always. And I, I certainly have friends who do the other thing. I, I think it might be different if you are with somebody, if you're like not single. So I'm single. And so for that reason, I try to separate the thing, try to separate it out. But I think if, if I were, uh, if I had like a partner at home, then I would be like, oh, well, let me go home. Yeah, I'll be doing work, but at least we'll be in the same place. Yeah. Obviously, it's a different scenario. I think people handle it differently so you know how we're having kids for example um but i think everyone has to draw that boundary for themselves
0: sure 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 i guess my follow-up question would how would you describe your sort of
1: readiness to mingle yeah i i, I could tell from your smirk <laughs> there was a joke coming and i was like hey, man, I just, well, i'll just keep talking and i won't let him say it <laughs> nope <laughs>
0: um, <laughs> no fair, but do, fairly, to your credit fairly ready fair, fairly ready You're <laughs> I did not own a desk uh, in my Either, In your life.
1: And you're, you no, I
0: desk. used to own desks once upon a time when I was a young... <laughs> I used to be a desk mogul. <laughs> yes, I used to I own was, too many desks. right? I was a
1: desk tycoon. I had a whole desk empire. It was crazy. Yeah.
0: But then I went to rehab. I kicked the habit. <laughs> no more desks. Right. But in, in, in the time of coronavirus, I have purchased a desk that I assume will show up sometime in, uh, in like... <laughs> june Uh, so you know that'll be nice one day
1: i mean in hindsight actually worked out well i i got a desk like a couple or like a month before all the covid stuff really kind of kicked into gear which i you know i'm glad i did but i i I certainly didn't do so that like i could have had a desk any time the previous i don't know 12 months before that and i just for some reason i was like i should get a desk
0: yeah i i just don't study in my house i don't like it uh I, i would rather do any work outside of home just because i like to keep the hospital as far away from here as possible like and and radiology is obviously a specialty that can kind of be done anywhere once you have the workstation set up which has been a great boon in this setting where a bunch of attendings are now working from home but outside of the end of the world (laughs) you don't really need a home workstation necessarily yeah in la even more so, like, who wants to hit traffic? Wouldn't it be great if we all could work from home? <laughs> but, you know.
1: Yeah. it was interesting. I mean, I remember when I was on my radiology rotation super interesting i really enjoyed it but one of my fundamental issues is that I, was, I wasn't i was gonna
0: judge you if you didn't say that no no no
1: i mean i mean i did that it was cool like i mean yeah for sure i mean you get i also like looking at the backs of people's shoulders so i agree i'm not referring to that part i'm referring to the part where you had like a really cool resident who like took you through an entire scan and like did you have work to do <laughs> and crazy. then sent
0: you home at noon yeah i yes. was a big fan of them too
1: great 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 retention. but it was <laughs> cool but the parts that i could not do were when i was, when I was thinking about like could i just sit in a room a dark room for like 10 hours and look at like a computer screen yeah there was no so i would fall asleep
0: well so two things i've ended up having my own office on multiple rotations so i just turn on the lights
1: oh wow bold. yeah
0: it's a bold <laughs> move yeah and the second thing is are you like an uh,
1: outcast in radiology like what's going on i'm
0: kind of a monster i've had attendings walk into rooms and be like can i turn off the lights And i'm like fine do whatever you want
1: <laughs> fine yeah fine fine guess- dr acula <laughs> yeah <Fine. laughs>
0: Can you stop eating that garlic bread? (laughs) It's my lunch. (laughs) I don't understand. You would be surprised how easy it is. Because this is the thing about radiology where the game entirely changes once you go into any sort of diagnostic radiology, right? Your engagement at work is 100% at pretty much all times. Because there's no, like, downtime. There's no sitting around. If there's a scan on the list, you can be reading it. Right. And then... You have a conference in the morning and a conference at lunch, so you're thinking during the – you don't get, like, time to just, like, not think,
1: <laughs> That's you know? It's such a fascinating um, difference because I think, you know – so, you know, urology is a surgical residency and obviously when you're in a case, you have to fo- – particularly if you're doing stuff in the case, you have be focusing the entire time. Sure. But then there's a time in between where, yeah, you're allowed to kind of have that downtime. So I-, I think there definitely are these very intense spikes but it is much more of a kind of a of sort of a waxing waning, where it yeah. seems like radiology is sort of like a tonic. You're just at a level of concentration. Sure. Which also seems very difficult. I mean, it seems like a, that in, in it itself is like a muscle you have to develop.
0: Right, right. And it's very tricky in a feedback-oriented system, right? Medical education, one of the things they've done to improve their quality is just like amp the amount of feedback but it's difficult when you have something that is so readily quantifiable it's just like you have read this many studies today i know exactly how efficient you are i could calculate it down to a number right (laughs) and and admittedly you could say well oh, this study was complex that study was that but like those arguments ultimately ring kind of hollow in people's ears it's like if i read less today because I was literally learning a whole new modality still just the number is lower though so, <laughs> so like the feedback that I'm going to get is like oh you need to work on your volume it's yeah. like oh well cool fine
1: yeah, <laughs> great sure. it's the it's literally read more <laughs>
0: yes yes I, I hated that feedback in medical school and I went into a field where it's literally defined by that <laughs> that's feedback number one on all
1: evaluations ever you could be Read. reading more than the attendant and like, you will still but, get a but could you do more you could so you could you could it's interesting you mentioned the idea of feedback that's another thing I actually mentioned in the article they talk about when they're talking about basically what are things that can be done in order to improve burnout and decrease the risk of depression and one thing that i think was particularly interesting I mean, there's some obvious ones which are like less administrative tasks and like working less one well, things that i think those are the obvious things people suggest. But one of them they found was basically having an overall positive learning experience and timely and appropriate feedback. And that I think is so interesting because I think it says something about the way we feel as residents in the hospital, which is basically that people don't care about us as humans. Sure. And so I think what feedback does is that beyond the fact that it's, yeah, oh, this is actually helping me become a better surgeon, radiologist, internist, etc. it says, this person is taking a genuine, this person who I likely like, look up to as mm-hmm. some sort of role model is taking a genuine interest in me as a person and is taking additional time out of their busy day to explain to me how I can improve. Sure. Uh, and that in and of itself, regardless of what they're actually telling you, mm-hmm. I think is, is a big deal. It feels like you're, you're doing something of value and you're gaining something of value. Yeah. And so I think once, once I read it, it became obvious And that, that makes sense of a decreased burnout But I honestly wouldn't have said it as an answer Right, right I mean, it's always nice when Senpai notices you Once again, the smirk This is truly, I've spent too much time with him like, like, ah, oh, goddammit There's some joke coming, I can tell You can tell there's some joke coming Right, right I, I, I mean, hey, hey I'll be the first to say I love it when Senpai notices me I mean, I'm not going to pretend I don't know That's ridiculous to say <laughs>
0: Yeah, it, it's great in the article how they kind of touch on some of those things that have increased wellness, but then they have these things in here, like you mentioned duty hours, right? They mentioned that residents who worked more than 55 hours a week had increased rates of depression, right? So
1: good.
0: Now, <laughs> duty hour restrictions, the limit at which you cap out, you can't work anymore, is 80 hours. Sorry, can you just do some quick math for me? Is that higher than 55 So, you know, I had to punch it into my – I had to bust out my old TI-89 from when I was a – Oh, 89. Very Okay, Well, you know, I I was an engineer at one point in time, and I really had to – I had to call a professor of mine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, So I called my old uh, physics professor, and I kind of ran the calculations by him, and he said in most scenarios – 80 is greater than 55. Oh,
1: fascinating! Okay, okay, sure. wow. So yeah. so, so let's certainly the math checks out there.
0: Right, right, and as it as it were, uh, quite a bit greater.
1: Than yeah, yeah. A um, back of the envelope calculation suggests nearly 50 percent greater. <laughs> it's quite a bit. It's quite a bit.
0: Yeah, we're um, still working that out with the boys in
1: down in R and D, but right. they say you know it's not promising. No, you know, yeah. and, and so I think that's interesting, right? Because I mean, I have had this experience and. I'm sure you have as well, you will have days where, for whatever reason, you just don't work that much. You, I mean, and maybe it's a little different in radiology because I think maybe it's a little more regimented, but there have been days during residency where either the rotation I've been on or because maybe that case gets canceled because the patient doesn't show up or what, or what have you, and we just leave at a very reasonable time. We got in at like seven or something because we'd have like many patients on our census, and I would leave at like four, and that is a nine-hour day, but it felt incredible I was right. like, I can I can make seven dishes tonight. It's going to be great. <laughs> yes,
0: a nine-hour day could be a day off. <laughs>
1: like genuinely a little. Like it's, it's how crazy.
0: how relaxed I feel when I leave work. It's
1: crazy. You get home, especially if it's like during summer months. You get home, it's like four thirty. Like, dude, I have like five hours of daylight. That's crazy. Sure. Yeah, it's crazy. So I yeah I, I mean that is not shocking to me honestly. That the the number is there because. Assuming you're working five days a week, it's 11 hours a day, right? Which, once again, I think for the majority of the population, it seems like a crazy amount to work. But mm-hmm. that is kind of just like baseline. Once again, it depends. Right now, in the time of COVID, it's very different. I am working definitely less than 55 hours a week. Yeah. Um,
0: Whereas some people are working way more. Way more, way more <laughs> right?
1: Right. Exactly. Like medicine residents, people are in ICU, ER, like it's a ton, right? So obviously, it's really variable. But for me personally, it's a lot less right now. Um, that may change. I'm um, hard to say. But yeah, I mean, I definitely noticed the difference. I mean, it I do more stuff. As I said, I've been cooking more. I've, you know, I've been just catching up on various life things. Probably could still be even doing more than I am. But fundamentally, um, it, it's a huge change. And so I think that is, I see it in my own life. Um, and I, and it, it's a number that makes sense, even if it's surprising. For sure, for sure.
0: And, and I think this is actually a point he hits on in the middle of the article. But it's kind of a great way to wrap up the discussion because like, the concept of depression, anxiety, stress, lack of sleep, busyness—all that stuff—it's like, okay, that's that can always be hand waved because it's not like an objective thing. It's just sure. like, oh yeah, you feel depressed. I felt depressed. It's part of part of medical education, you know. You just you, that's it, you're supposed to feel bad at all times, always, right? Yeah. But there's a <laughs> physical consequence to
1: oh, yeah. these things, right? right? Yeah, of course.
0: So let's bring it back and this is a thing I think residents love to talk about this. Yeah. But telomeres, yeah. the ends of your DNA, shorten five times as much during internship as they do during a typical year of a human being being
1: alive. And let me just add something because I um if I remember correctly from once paper originally came out I actually, I read this part of the paper, and that is based on them trying to estimate what it is for basically an age match control, and they don't actually have great data. And there is some data to suggest that people in their 20s, their telomeres do not really shorten at all, or very little. And so it might actually be a lot more than five to six times, because maybe they shouldn't be shortening at all when you're in your 20s. Yeah,
0: maybe you should be pushing yourself to near death at all times. right?
1: Maybe you shouldn't have constantly like hypercortisolemia yeah. all the time. All the time. Um, but it's crazy, right? Because, I mean, to your point, exactly, right? I mean, beyond the fact that the idea of being like, yeah, feeling bad is normal, uh, beyond the fact that that's insane, there are real effects. And this is part of what I'm talking about, right? The things that residency takes away from you permanently, part of them are, are, are pelt effects that really, I don't think we have a good sense of what they really are yet. Yeah. Right? Chronic sleep deprivation, there is mounting evidence it's really bad for you. The constant inflammatory state has a a lot of implications for a number of disease processes. And I don't think we'll fully have a good idea of it for years. But you can't undo the damage, right? It's not as if you get better sleep, you know, in the years after residency, it makes up for what happened. Um, I think this is evidence for this, right? Telomeres don't get longer. They only shorten, basically. Right, and so you can't uh, undo that. You can't close Pandora's box to, to 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 an extent. And so we have to live with it. We have to live with that knowledge and do what we can to try to, I guess, concretely minimize our telomere shortening to the best of our ability.
0: Yeah, I've been trying to eat more telomeres. Just you know, in my diet. It I uh, don't think that's how science
1: works, unfortunately. Oh, that's <laughs> unfortunate. You know, as you said it, I was just like, what would that mean? And I was like, oh, wait, that would be eating anything that is alive. <laughs> yeah, it just has DNA, I guess. <laughs> like a plant or an animal. <laughs> yeah. Like the majority yeah. of things that are eaten.
0: Given the amount of fast food I eat, oh, yeah, I guess enough. I'm really not eating either a lot of the time. <laughs> You're not eating a ton of telomeres? Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah so it, it's a, there's a concrete consequence to what we're doing. And it's no surprise that there are people who are responsible for us who think that that is the way that it has to be done and this is a concept that you know this is not a medical concept this is common knowledge hurt people hurt people right sure a, a, a If you were abused, you're more likely to abuse, right? And we would like to pretend that this isn't an abusive system, but it's an exploitative system, maybe. Sure. I I mean, I would actually go as far as to say as some of old practices in medicine were straight up abuse. Of course. If you are an attending listening to this... And one of your attendings ever threw something at you, they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> <laughs> that you <know>? was bad. <laughs> that was bad. And you don't think that's a thing you have to say, but apparently that's a thing you have to say. And that's not even, that's not that old of an no, story. No, no,
1: it's crazy. I mean, um, I think it's actually a really good spot to lead into next episode which is just abuse in medicine in general. And I think both examples from our own training and things we've heard, I think would be a valuable, if disturbing, discussion to have. I think maybe a valuable one to push off maybe to the next episode, just so we don't go too, too long on this one.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, not going to be a super cheery episode
1: to tune in to. Probably probably not. But I I guarantee
0: you guys at least... 20 minutes of faffing about. We're actually leaving the non-faffing zone right now. Returning to a faffing area. The the signage just flew by overhead. So we're in a faff zone now. Oh, excellent. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, God. You are now entering faffing
1: zone. My (laughs) goodness. That is...
0: I I suppose, Samir, that was the first episode. The first session of our our mandatory wellness series of sorts. Yeah. So... Make sure you guys sign the attendance sheet. There's going to be a short quiz afterwards, and it's going to be in one of those things where you can't open up the slides while you're taking it, so it's it's kind of annoying.
1: Anoop, should we get clickers?
0: <laughs> I'm thinking about clickers, Sabir. Yeah, I, I I'm thinking like, about clickers. Honestly,
1: I, it came to my mind, and I immediately knew... We should get
0: clickers. We should get clickers. We should so click yeah, clickers. we're gonna we're gonna work in some multiple choice questions, uh, and then after a few sessions, the podcast will actually just be a flipped classroom, in <laughs> which you listen to the podcast ahead of time, and then we just kind of quiz you about what was on the podcast.
1: <laughs> it'll be it'll be really good. You I, I, you'll enjoy it. All the best educators say it's great. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Guys, more serious note, we'd love to have listener participation, so if you have any questions, any stories, anything you want us to discuss at all, send us a email at mandatorywellnesssession@gmail.com. We'll probably read it on the air, because right now we're brand new later so. on when we're super popular you probably won't be able to get it's your, your time question to on. shine
1: baby yeah Woo. so you gotta
0: get it get it in early get yeah. it in
1: fast i mean once we hit uh double digit listeners i mean we're gonna big time everybody
0: no yeah. one's we're like oh i can't even No.
1: Uh, no. <laughs> yeah once
0: we hit 10 uh you know we'll be too big for anybody
1: no, no one's gonna i mean i'm not gonna read any some peasant send me an email I mean, yeah I have, I have 10 listeners i mean come on
0: <laughs> yeah come uh on. and you know make sure to subscribe on your podcast app of choice Whatever you're listening on right now,
1: subscribe there. <laughs> Perfect. Well, thanks again for listening. I am Samir. And I am Anu. This has been a mandatory wellness session. Party.